Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. The Father has delivered and drawn us unto Himself out of the control and the dominion of darkness. That's never really dawned on us yet. Out of the dominion of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of the Son of His love. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan as he talks about reigning in life as kings. You see, when I remember I first came over among Pentecostal people down in Texas. I was born and raised in Texas. Used to be a song I refer to every now and then. I don't know all the words. I didn't listen that much to it. I don't like to listen to unbelief, anything that's devilish. But anyway, the course of the song went here. I wander like a beggar through the heat and the cold. <laughs> singing a lie right in church. <laughs> and people would get happy. They'd cry, get their handkerchief out, you know, and wipe their eyes and blow their nose. Act like they got blessed. How in the world they could get over in the realm of death and get blessed is beyond me. I'll tell you the real truth about it. They got over in the soulless realm. Knew nothing at all about spiritual things. Right here in the state of Oklahoma a number of years ago, preaching in the full gospel church. One of the leading full, well, it was the biggest and leading one in that part of the state of Oklahoma. And, and, and I had afternoon teaching service instead of days, 2.15 afternoon, 7.30 at night. More people come in the afternoon and morning time. Usually I'd have morning, so I had an afternoon there. And every single time, the choir director was there, you know, of course, and of this large church, and afternoon and night too. He'd always sing. One of his favorites was, and I don't remember the name of the song. Like I said, I don't pay too much attention to a lot of unbelief and stuff. I don't want to get contaminated. But anyway, I could do remember this, that the course of this song went, Precious Jesus, don't forget me. And he's already said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Isn't that another way of saying, I'll never forget you? Are you listening to me? You see, we've sung all these songs of unbelief so long until they become a part of us. We think they're so. And they've done damage to us. It's like John Alexander Dower said, most of our songs are, are embalmed with unbelief. Amen. And I'm just not going to sing that. Amen. I'm just not going to do it. Just not going to do it. And I remember finally one afternoon, the associate pastor got up, this fellow sang again, and, and he told me, sitting there, said, I've told him three or four times never to sing that song again. But he got right back up there, singing it, and got down there, precious Jesus. He'd just cry about that, precious Jesus. Don't forget me now. Don't, don't forget me. And the associate pastor just got up and said, stopped him right in the middle of it, said, I told you privately twice not to sing that song anymore. Now I'm going to tell you right in front of everybody. Don't sing that song anymore. It's full of unbelief. It's doubt and unbelief. We're not going to sing it in this church anymore. You know what happened? Over singing a song of unbelief. Half of the church pulled out and started another church where they could abide in unbelief. Where the devil and spiritual death could rule over them. Said they won't let us sing our songs over there. We're going to go where we sing song we won't sing. <laughs> it would be funny if it wasn't so pathetic. Choose death instead of life. That's what they did. I said, that's what they did. And I watched them. I knew it would be the way. I told that preacher it would be that way. That's the sickest bunch you've ever seen in your life. Sickness invaded that whole group like a plague. From the pulpit to the pew. You never saw so many people dying. They all believe in divine healing. Never saw so many people operated on. Never saw so many people die prematurely in your lifetime. It just seemed like a, just they were ravaged. And they wondered, 
still singing, died singing, praise Jesus, don't forget me. <laughs> Friends, here is our position through Jesus Christ. God has become our righteousness. Amen. Did you notice the text there? Again, that verse there in the Romans 5, 17, and have received of the gift of righteousness and have received the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness. Hallelujah. See, this is our position through Jesus Christ. God has become our righteousness. We have become his very sons and daughters. Now you sing weakness, and you talk weakness, and you pray weakness, and you sing unbelief, and you pray and talk it, and you'll go out and live it. It's like the dear little old woman said, I do love that doctrine of falling from grace, and I practice it all the time. Another said, Brother, I believe in the dual nature. Now, don't misunderstand me. I know we've got the flesh to contend with, but in our spirits, if you're born again, you don't have a dual nature. You've got the nature of God in there. Wouldn't that be a hideous monster in the spirit realm to be a son of God and have the nature of the devil in you? Sort of a two-headed monster. No, I know you've got the flesh to deal with, but the Bible tells you what to do about it and how to do it. Present your bodies to God, a living sacrifice, holy except unto God, which is your reasonable service. But this brother said, I believe in the dual nature. I believe that when I would do good, evil is always present with me, and I thank God that evil's always there. Well, now you live it and believe it, and God cannot do anything with you. You magnify failure, you deify failure until to the majority of you the devil is bigger than God. You are more afraid of the devil. Did you know that? So many Christians are more afraid of the devil than they are of God. You have more reverence for the devil than you have of God. So many have. It's absolutely true. If any saint would dare to say, I know, there have been small wars fought over by what I'm about to say. I know. I know. But I'm going to keep on saying it. Now, if any saint of God would dare to say, I'm done with disease and sickness. I'll never be sick again. 90% of all Christians would say, keep your eyes on that person now. He'll be sick in a week. The devil will sure get him. Now, why do they say that? Because they've got more faith in the devil's ability than they do in God's ability. The, the devil's bigger to them than God is. Yeah, I, I, this isn't thing new. See, I've been preaching this for years. And I know I've preached it. I've preached it in churches where I knew they didn't believe it, but I went in and preached it anyhow. I've got to preach the truth. I don't care where it is. I tried to do it in love and in kindness. Not be so blunt about it. Just sort of slip up on their blind side and give them a half a teaspoonful instead of a whole spoonful. <laughs> And so I'd say to them sometimes like this, now the perfect will of God is for us to live out our full length of time down here below without sickness and without disease and fall asleep in Jesus. But now, I don't see anybody much attaining to that, but by the grace of God, I've set my sights high. You can do what you want to. I, I realize this, that we've all, so many times, have fallen short of what God has for us, living beneath our privileges. 
Now, it's strange. Pastors wouldn't mind just saying that. They'd say, boy, you're right. I know me and my congregation probably way beneath our privileges. But it seems to seem like they're content just to lie there or sit there and do nothing about it. And then sometimes the pastors would say to me, now, Brother Egan, you, you, you just, you know, you, you lift the standard too high. Now, that, that's the standard I was talking about. Live your full length of time out down here below without sickness or disease. Now it's been years since I had a headache. August 1933, last time I had a headache. And I startle people. I tell them, even yet, I expect to live and die and never have a headache. You know, if Jesus tears his coming, I realize I'm not going to live forever. Nobody is. But I'm really not expecting to die. I'm expecting Jesus to come. Are you listening to me? And then I haven't had the flu, and I expect to live and die and never have the flu. And like I've said to you before, and we have so many new ones, you know, I have to repeat some illustrations because they're good illustrations. You know, I was preaching there in the Los Angeles area, October, this very month, 1957. There came an epidemic of flu. I read on the uh, headlines of the Los Angeles Times that two million people in the Los Angeles area had the Asian flu. I was preaching in West Covina, California. And uh, then, I don't know now, that's 57, they had two high schools there. Both high school teams canceled their, their football game Friday night. I read in the, the paper, the West Covina little paper, that uh, one team had 39 men on the squad, not a man showed up for practice. All had Asian flu. The other had 41 men on the squad, two showed up for practice. They canceled. Our building was full. When this thing hit, I sat there and counted them. The night service, we had 40 people counting me and everybody. The day services, we had more than that in the day services. But the day services would be four, five, or six people. They either had the flu or was afraid they'd get it so they didn't get out. So one morning, there's six of us there. The pastor, myself, two other preachers, and then two laymen. I went ahead and gave the Bible lesson. I'll do just as well with one. I'll give the same lesson with one that I will with 1,000. Went ahead and taught and so these two visiting pastors, the pastor I'm holding for myself is standing there talking. Of course, that's on everybody's lips, you know. Close the schools down. Two million people got the flu. Are you afraid you'll get it? I'll be next. See? So they're talking about it. I don't talk about it. I didn't talk about it. I didn't join in the conversation. They're talking. I'm just standing there. We've been talking about other things. They got off on that because that's on their mind. So they got off on that. And so finally, one of these fellows, one of these other pastors said to me, Brother Hagin, aren't you afraid you'll get the flu? Now, he hadn't been in the service. He'd know better than that. He's just there visiting that one morning. <laughs> aren't you afraid that you'll get this, the flu? I said, no. I don't mind telling you, I'll never have the flu. Glory God. Uh, <laughs> the pastor that I'm a preaching for began to have a hissy. You know what a hissy is? Well, these folks from Texas know, don't they? <laughs> pastor begins to say, oh, just begin to take off. Oh, pastor of a full gospel church. Oh, oh, you think they're hurting somewhere. Oh, oh, I wouldn't say anything like that for anything in the world. I said, why? The pastor stepped up to me and whispered in my ear, don't you know the devil will hear you? <laughs> I said, yeah, right out loud. Yeah, I know the devil heard me. He's the very dude I wanted to hear. 
Amen. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. If you'd like to find more life-changing resources, then visit rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, You Can Be Successful Offer. In this offer, there is the book, Create the World You Want to See by Ken Hagen, and the three-CD set, If I Can, You Can by Lynette Hagen. We're featuring one of the CDs in this 3D set. All this for the special price of $19.95. That's over $10 savings off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. You know, and if... Uh... If you'd like to find out anything about our ministry, yes. you can go to rhema.org mm-hmm. and you can read the Word of Faith magazine online. You can download it. You can listen to Rhema for Today, the radio podcast. That's right. Uh, you can access uh, the archived Rhema Praise if you want to go back and do All these can yes. be found at rhema.org. In fact, at Rhema, there you can find our online bookstore with all of our material. All of our material. Monday, we start a new teaching with Lynette Hagen with her series, If I Can, You Can. That's next week here on Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagen. We're looking forward for you being with us next week. Have a great weekend 